0: Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Before we get started, make sure you're following us on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, we've been climbing those charts. Help us to cont- continue to do so. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast, Instagram at Blockbuster Mentality, our website, BlockbusterMentality.com. Uh, today we talk to, or is it speak to? Is that the pr- proper uh, way to way to way to talk? I did it again, Um, but we uh, have the pleasure of speaking with Amel Amin, who uh, makes his directorial debut in Boxing Day, a new film uh, coming out. It's on Amazon Prime here in America, cinemas uh, everywhere else. Uh, But uh, had a blast talking with him about uh, his inspirations of why he wanted to be a director, and you know, just uh, uh, he he also plays a. martin luther king in an upcoming film uh called rustin he talks about that has some uh uh profound things to say about it man i i, I wanted to pick his brain uh more but uh he we, we we did not have time but uh hopefully he can come on again and break down a movie with us uh dave unfortunately was unable to join us but uh looking forward to having him back soon and uh yeah Hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Uh, and here it is. Here is my conversation with Amel Amin. You've been doing press. You said. I mean, what, what what do you hate most about these things? I mean, come on. There's got. Obviously, you want to get the word out about your project. But like, what 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 do you what do you hate about the press part? Or not hate? Just it's just kind of like eh.
1: <laughs> I, I, to be honest, this can sound wanky. I really enjoy it if Once. the questions are original and if the questions don't feel robotic. Right. Um, and if they do, I just go off in my own tangents and do what the hell I want. At that exactly. Point. Because obviously, <laughs> obviously, you've decided just to ask me the same shit. So I'm gonna give you something original. You know. <laughs> but no, you I, I enjoy it, man. I, I'm, I enjoy it. I'm grateful. I still remember a time in my life when. I wanted this to happen, you know, yeah. and, and and a time when no one cared, and so you know, yeah, that's I'm that's grateful, man.
0: yeah, it's good that you had that perspective. Like you know, I've I've always wished for this. So I mean, when you wish for something like this, it's yeah, you you're gotta... tired or I'm
1: I'm in eight. I'm right now. I just finished doing the Martin Luther King movie yesterday. I'm in a studio doing ADR for my new show, uh, The Porter, which is a show that I star on with BT Plus. And then I'm talking to you, while talking to England. Like, and I'm like, I was just taking a pee, as you know. And I was just like, fuck, <laughs> man. I was like, you know what, man? All right, I need, I need to get some rest. But I'm like, wow, man, how fucking lucky I am, man.
0: Yeah, seriously, oh, Jesus. Yeah, man, it's like
1: I'm lucky. So yeah, I just rock on with that feeling, mate. You know, gonna get, going after this, get like a good two weeks of, three weeks of solid rest for the first time in my life. Um. That's good, man. I like, mean, like a clock to rest and then we'll rock on. Yeah. 2022. Yeah, exactly. Get, uh, Avoid yeah. Omracon or whatever, whatever its name is. The Omracon.
0: Um, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Omracon. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that. Um, oh, Amarian,
1: as black people call it. Amarian. Um. Avoid Amarian. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: you go. Hey, yeah. yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you got to do what you're doing. You got to yeah. do what you
1: do. Tommy. Tommy. He's, no, no, no. He's a, he's a big boy. Like he can do what he's got to do.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, because I. Uh, I good yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you referenced that because yeah, I mean we're we're a movie show. A lot of times we have on celebrities to break down a movie. Obviously, you don't have time for that today, but yeah, we always like to to just chat movies because that's what I we're passionate to break down about.
1: A movie, man, I would love to do that.
0: Well, you'll you'll have to come on and we'll break down a movie. If yeah, if, I love if it. what what would have been the movie you chose if we were to break down a movie? so
1: many. I know. Uh, I know. It's, it's tough. In my head right now, I would choose Philadelphia story Ooh. Uh, with Jimmy Stewart, with Jimmy Stewart and Catherine Hepburn. I would choose Malcolm X by Spike Lee. I would choose Goodfellas for sure. Um, I would choose. I would choose the original West side story. Oh, okay. The original man. So you... I watched the. I I've watched the recent one. I'm just. I'm going to break it down anyway. I'm going to break down why one works and one really works.
0: Okay, you know? so did you know did, I mean? the, did the Spielberg one work for
1: you? It did in many ways, but I think what what's happened is that. My my opinion is, uh, I want to be in America. Dance. Superior in the Spielberg than to the west side the original. It's superior.
0: Okay. Clearly. Yeah, right. Which
1: shot everything. Um keep it cool, boys. It's superior in the original than this version to me. Yeah. Um the dance, which is my favorite dance uh, in the in the in the in the auditorium. The da the original. More superior. And so I wanna break down I think the woman that plays um, Anita as great as the original woman.
0: Yeah, yeah, she
1: was, she's, yeah. She's phenomenal, this new lady.
0: Yeah, there's things um, you could pick apart in it that you could, you know, you could take pieces of each one and kind of exactly. make it,
1: yeah, one But perfect- I do think one of the hardest things to believe in in time in our history as human beings, and we're a bit more cynical or maybe a bit more sober about love, it's hard to believe that this guy killed your brother and then you're going to go into a relationship with him. That, that, that bit to me doesn't compute. So when I'm watching the old version, I'm like, Oh, that's what they were doing back then in this new version, even though it's set back then because it's modernized, my brain goes, what What
0: are you talking about? yeah it's you weird know I mean? yeah you kind of accept the old version for what it is because it what was it done back then even though yeah, 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 th- yeah this one's set in that time but yeah now it's you know it's modernized and when they made it so it's like oh this is weird yeah. <laughs> your
1: your brain yeah the song between i've never liked the song between tony and maria in fact tony and maria are my least favorite part of that movie
0: really okay yeah
1: i don't, yeah. I don't i'm like okay yeah right. are you i like, uh, I like this
0: now I I don't know if um I apologize if you've already done one but are, are you interested in doing like a musical or have you have you do you have a musical background or
1: yeah yeah I did musicals when as a kid I was um I did I played the Han Walker in Oliver in the West End
0: oh okay yeah, in
1: England I played uh, Sammy Davis Jr in um in the Al Jolson story at the Palladium with Brian Connolly uh, I, I danced with Michael Jackson when I was eleven. You know, at the Brit Awards 1996.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I went on tour doing the Nicholas Brothers Stormy Weather rendition. So I've got a strong musical background.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, and I plat my next movie, uh, directing my next director effort, I think is going to be a musical.
0: I do I do my a little uh, research as possible, so it all just comes out organically on the show, you know. That's <laughs> I just <laughs> no, I'm, I uh, I probably should have known some of that, but you know, here we yeah, are. That's wild. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, but what to, I mean, I gotta ask. I mean, obviously, you've been doing acting for a while. This is your directorial debut with a uh, boxing Boxing Day. Um, what? Uh, who were your guys growing up like uh, director wise? Who 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 do you? Uh, aspire to be like who's your inspiration as as a director
1: wow i mean i think the names that i'm gonna call her are you know i love like the big worlds and worlds created by people so you know i love i love mr spielberg a big fan of spielberg yeah he's been able to penetrate culture and shift um Shift what's possible in our imaginations, crazy. Um, really love Scorsese, really love Tarantino. Um, Spike Lee, I really enjoyed a lot of his earlier movies, you know. Yeah, big fan of his earlier movies, like Malcolm X, Mo Better Blues is one of my favorite films. Like, I, you know, as it's not a perfect film, but in terms of capturing a world, it's really fucking interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, those are the those are the the main people I'm thinking because I was, you know, I, I I actually really controversial people I'm going to name because they've since become controversial people. But I loved Woody Allen stuff. You know, I loved yeah. his his New York World. I like people that build worlds and then you jump into the world. So Woody yeah. Allen's world was specifically Woody Allen, and so yeah. they've created a world that is specifically reflective of my imagination. And then, obviously, I love what Mel Gibson did with Braveheart, and yeah, um, uh, the film he did after. What was the film he did? Uh, Apoc- uh, uh, yeah, Apoc-
0: Apoc- Apoc- yeah, Apocalypto. Obviously, Passion of the Christ. He did, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Apocalypto, Apocalypto and, yeah. and Braveheart for me are like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So. I mean,
0: it's yeah, like you said, controversial, but yeah, you, you can't deny the you know their artistry and just mm-hmm. what what they can do. I mean, there's no no denying it, no matter what. Uh, Kind of person they are, you know? It's, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Woody Allen, yeah, he, he always does that thing in the beginning of the movie that kind of sets the tone of where you are. Like, in, yeah. Like, like he shows, like, just the city landscape and all that. Like, okay, this is where yeah. we're going to be in this few, world.
1: I got a few, like, uh, Vicky Christina Barcelona, I love. Um, uh, Midnight in Paris is good. Um, I especially love uh, Ernie Hemingway's conversation. And I like. I really love, um, name again, what's his name? No, 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 his name. Cafe, Cafe so, so,
0: Society. Cafe no, Society. Society,
1: yeah, Cafe yeah. Cafe Society, yeah. It's yeah just, no. He just really captures worlds brilliantly.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, man. Definitely. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, obviously got to, you know, ask the typical interview questions with Boxing Day. What's uh, what, what brought this on? What was the genesis of it? When did you start?
1: When, when did you start
0: writing it? Let's, let's start
1: yeah, with that. So I, writing it in 2018, I did a film with Idris Elba called Yardi. And then afterwards, I started writing it. I started writing it because on, on some level, another movie I wrote, which was meant to happen in 2018, it all went down. And so I was like, damn, man, I want to really direct a film. And so I kind of went back to the drawing board and thought, right, let me direct a film about something personal uh, and something where I can be in so that we start the train moving. And then I put my money in to the movie. You know, yeah. I put my money, like, I was like, I'm going to make a film for half a million quid in the UK. It's going to be a really tiny film, just set in the house, yada, yada, yada. And because I put the money in, and this it just started to grow. I met producers and people like these really serious about it, and eventually it became a bigger film. And I took my money out. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, but it, that, that's where it all kind of stemmed from. And the fact that I've got these, we have these crazy family uh, boxing day parties at, at my at my mum's house every year, and we have a good time. And so that's where, that's how, well, that's how it stems from.
0: Yeah. Cause that's the thing, too, is, uh, you know, it's Boxing Day, which in America here, I mean, it's not really, you know, it's not Doesn't really guess. a holiday. Yeah. yeah, I like. I knew of it because uh, I'm from Detroit originally, and it's right next to Canada. We used to go to Canada a lot, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I I always heard of that was the day after Christmas. Like, so what I mean, what what is it? Like, what is it? Just uh, just an extra holiday you get? Like,
1: I, <laughs> yeah, I think I think basically traditionally when I looked it up is the day where you actually opened gifts and presents. So Boxing Day opening up the boxes, you know, the gift-wrapped boxes. So that's where it came from uh, initially. Um, But then for me and my family, because my family got different religions, some of them don't celebrate Christmas. And so Boxing Day has become our Christmas Day.
0: Uh, Ah, okay. So it's
1: really personal for me in that way. Yeah. You know, where my my, um, extended family all come together and like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pretend like it's not Christmas and have a good time.
0: And then is that is that I mean I assume that's all part of the film too, just your your background where where you came from and why you why you do it on that yeah, day. So
1: is like, that, yes, like, I,
0: likely, I, I haven't it. had the opportunity to watch it yet. I do apologize, but yeah, definitely looking forward to checking out.
1: It's yeah, it's British Caribbean, African Caribbean culture. So when you actually watch it, you're getting a slice into a world that you just never you just never experienced. Right. You know, uh, it it might be familiar. You know, in the same way, like, uh, you know, Crazy Rich Asians, we might not know what that's like, but there was something familiar about the love story, right? Or or Big Fat Greek Wedding, there was something familiar about the just the family element. And that's what I've done with this movie. There's familial universal themes, but it's centralized in a family that is unique to the uh, rom-com space.
0: Now, this is your first uh, time directing. Was it, Was there anything you learned... Uh, as an actor or as a director is just a, a, an all all around in the industry? Is there something you learned maybe the hard way in this in doing, being uh, this? Was it harder than you thought? Easier than you thought? I'm throwing a zillion scenarios at you, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned that it was really um, in many ways what I'm meant to be doing. Like I, I'm a proper director. Like, I, I knew how to oscillate between the different languages of of not only talking to my actors. I'm an actor's director, but I'm really a filmmaking director as well. I have very, very particular style, um, perspective on what the visual language of the film should be, how it should flow. So like both components, I'm really in charge of. And actually probably I learned that I've been a frustrated director all this time, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: um, you know, uh, and then I just learned the, the one thing I learned that's really specific is I decided very early on that I wasn't going to see action on my set because I'm in the scenes as well. Right. I didn't want that weird thing of like saying action and it's kind of like judgment because <laughs> action can sound like judgment. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just collaborated with my actors more. I had my first day, these say action. And then even my noting the actors, especially if I was in the scene with them, was very, you have to learn about being a director is being in the service industry of like, what the fuck does everyone want? Like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And you have to learn about each human being and what makes them tick. If sure. you want to get the best result out of them. So that's another thing I learned actually. Yeah.
0: Do you think you, you want to continue to do your, um, do, do something you've written? Do, is that your goal? Is just to keep writing things and directing it? Or would you do someone else's material?
1: Uh, look, I think for me, there's a few scenarios where I would do someone else's material. If they come and offer me a marvel, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. If they come and offer me like a wonderful you know, studio picture that, or a previously licensed title that I'm in love with, then I'll do that. But other than that, I'll probably just do my own stuff for sure.
0: yeah no that that makes yeah. sense uh yeah i mean yeah what, what are you gonna say no to marvel i mean that's uh first of all the payday you know and then just being right, part, right. Of that <laughs> part of that whole whole universe and then on the on the on the flip side of that would you ever let anyone direct your own material no no yeah that's easy <laughs> yeah i mean you um, know it no. you, you know it's you
1: oh, it's your material actually, you know
0: that's it
1: like, lie. that's actually an accidental lie so I would never let someone direct films. It's not true. <laughs> me and my, we, we, my, my company, we have films that we've re- written and developed. Let's see how it goes. A <laughs> couple of bloody scripts that are ro- rocking around and I don't have the time to direct them all and I want them to see the light of day for people. You know, sure. I'm kind of like an audience driven person. But if it's really personal, when you asked me that question initially, I was thinking about my babies like you know this particular musical or this I'm like no fucking way you know but but um, but, yeah other stuff I would
0: but yeah, I mean, what, what we said earlier. I mean, just to be in this position you are in now, it's things you know, things you dreamed of as, as a kid. I'm sure, and it's just sure, man. Dreams, dreams coming true, and that's you know, that's just the the a great a great story. And then, uh, you know, I know we have to wrap up here, but I mean, tell me a little bit about this Rustin. I know you uh, you took on the role as Martin Luther King Jr. What? Yeah, uh, how, how did that come
1: about? Where? Uh, who? It came about. I was literally, um it's very strange actually. I was I was I was doing another show called The Porter, which is coming out on um B T plus in February and everyone kept saying because of the haircut I had and all the rest of it and moustache in the porter, like, hey, you look like Martin Luther King, you look like Martin Luther King. I'm like, oh, okay. And hey, you look like Martin Luther King. No, oh, no, you should play Doctor King. Literally they were doing that in June. By July seventeenth. Yes, by July 17th, I've got an audition come through to audition for Martin Luther King. So I was like, that's strange. I put it on tape and I'm really busy because I'm editing my movie and doing um, the blooming um, uh, doing doing um, the show. And then I, I wake up from a dream around that time a week later before I put it on tape and Spielberg is saying to me in the dream you're going to play I need you to come and play Martin Luther King wow I was like, what now I wrote this all, I'm the sort of person that writes everything down yeah so I have the date in my phone like wake up from the dream Spielberg tells them to play LLK a month later I get the audition to play him put it on tape Uh George wants to meet me a couple of days later meet George it goes really well and then I'm here you know, and, you know, it was, it's, you know, like everyone, I had a lot of reverence towards Martin Luther King. You know, his fa- my favorite speech of it was his is actually the mountaintop. And the reason I love the mountaintop because it speaks about the mortality of a man. You can see when he's giving the speech that he's aware that his time on earth is not going to be very long. He even says, I might not get there with you, but we as a people will get to the promised land. So yeah. I'm not worried tonight. I'm not fearing no man. My eyes have seen the glory and the coming of the Lord that has always struck me at yeah, a human it's, level.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, I, I, you're, I, don't, I don't think you're human if that doesn't touch you in some way. Like that's just like, it put chills down my spine. Just you, you know, just referencing it, you know, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> that's powerful. And so it,
1: it was a great experience. I mean, I, 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 I completely gave myself over to learn about him existing as him. And then, you know, on set, Living as close to him as possible, so people could feel his kind of um, his essence come through. You know, why would me, the vessel as an actor, and so I did that and um, had a very profound experience. I'll just tell you one quick story. Is like um, he really made me understand the power of collective consciousness and how no matter who you are or where you are on the on the food chain of life if you're able to galvanize the many people on a particular mission, you can really shift, change and move the world. And that, you know, in the individual society that we live in, like, you know, of being like really kind of individual sometimes, um, that was profound to me. To really focus on the, the otherness of others and the collective otherness yeah which might sound heady but it's very very basic
0: no yeah it's uh yeah i i'm, I'm all, all about the heavy but basic that's that, <laughs> that's that's what we're all about over mm-hmm. here um but yeah, no man. that's that's great man powerful stuff um and uh but uh so where where can people uh ch- i know boxing day is out on streaming where where exactly is it on amazon it's on i know it's on amazon prime where Where else can yeah find?
1: it's boxing days it's exclusively on amazon prime in the united states of america
0: oh of america uh, okay then,
1: <laughs> yeah, United States of America, gotcha. and then arrest the rest of the world. It's on Warner Brothers in the cinema in the UK, and uh, the rest of the world will soon have it. We've just we're just brokering a deal for the rest of the world to have it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm looking looking forward to checking it out, having our audience check it out, and uh, learning mm-hmm. more mo- learning more about what Boxing Day is and uh, what yes. Uh, how we can uh you know celebrate along with you so uh yeah, but man. Uh, hey man it's been a uh, absolute pleasure again next time uh we'll have to break down a movie uh you seem like a, f- a fun guy to break down a movie with so we'll, we'll have to yeah, do man. it but Thank uh you. really appreciate you coming on my man bless you mate we'll see
1: you again cheers yep
0: Well, there you have it folks Melamine. make sure you check out boxing day on amazon prime i'm looking forward to checking it out myself uh be sure again to uh rate us on itunes give us that five star review follow us on instagram at blockbuster mentality twitter at blockbuster cast go to our website BlockbusterMentality.com. that's where you get all the updates on the show phew that was a lot of words but got more guests coming up you know it was a great 2021 Uh, i'm not sure if this is the last um one in 2021 no i think we have one other maybe two others we're we're looking at doing a spider-man review uh saw that twice fantastic uh, definitely want to do that might be doing that with dan franco um and uh we have on writer michael jammin uh, an episode so yeah i think we have a couple more episodes coming out this year and then uh yeah i'm gonna do a year wrap video of all our guests uh and that's always fun to pay tribute to another great year of guests but uh all right well yeah we'll talk about it more all right <laughs> all right folks well that is it for me for amel i'm ben and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys at the movies.